0: Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi.
1: Shouldn't it be All Things Kenobi? Hmm.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. And this week, we're going to talk about the overarching theme of leadership, but within the Star Wars world, because there are a number of leaders in all of the different Star Wars media, right? Some Mm -hmm. we can think of right off the top of our head and some that may not be so obvious, but have traits of a leader and... It goes, it spans from the prequels all the way to the sequels and everything in between, including comics. I mean, we're not going to have that kind of time to go through all of them, but I do have notes on how we're going to go through this.
1: Yes. You want to give a background or a caveat of why? Sure. Why we are, not me, you are qualified <laughs> to have this conversation. Oh, I'm not qualified. <laughs> I mean, you're more qualified than I am.
0: Well, all of this is, uh, uh, okay, so I guess in my personal life, I've attended leadership conferences where we had to learn about our own styles and what we want to see from a leader. And I couldn't help but think of Star Wars. I mean, some of the best characters and the best examples of the types of things we went over in these leadership workshops, I, I could I easily identify In characters I wholly respect in Star Wars itself and so in Star Wars it's more obvious there's good versus evil one is trying to triumph over the other and how do they get it done with great leadership and I want to ask you this question to start this entire thing off who would you follow into battle in Star Wars who comes to your mind first
1: Hmm. Honestly, Obi Wan comes to mind first, right? F- followed closely by Leia. Exactly, same. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> of course there's,
0: <laughs> there's a theme, and in fact, I asked this qu- question on Twitter, and of the replies I got, Leia was the most, uh, the most ob- like the most commonly referenced leader. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I actually want to break it down into. The original trilogy, the Clone Wars, and then everything else. Uh, Sequels and Mandalorian and, and uh, what's the other one? (laughs) Rebels. God. (laughs) Because (laughs) male, female, alien, non-alien, there's all these perfect archetypes, right? In Star Mm -hmm. Wars that you just want to, you would trust and follow. And Leia is the top of the top, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even from a young age.
0: Right. Even when, like, you don't need a workshop to know that I trust that woman and I would follow her forward into whatever she, Mm -hmm. you know, wanted me to. And, yeah, it's interesting because they all kind of exude the same qualities. And I think on a much larger, on a much larger scale what I want to get from this episode and our conversation between ourselves is like how how can we be like these people? <laughs> right? <laughs> Cuz I've always said I am Leia, but I aspire to be Luke. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you look up to a certain character and you want to emulate those characteristics of said character and it's like why do we even why why do we even think of them? So that's what I thought we could talk about, and I guess I'll drive this episode just based on the fact that I've been to a few
1: dozen workshops for work. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know that because of these workshops, you have an understanding of leadership style, Mm -hmm. and I know nothing about My knowledge on leadership is all intuitive. I have no, like, formal training in it Mm -hmm. at all. So, yeah, like, when you ask me who would I follow into battle, Obi-Wan, because... I trust him. Yes. And I don't think he would risk my life needlessly. Right. Leia, because kind of the same thing. She but both of them would be willing to ask you to sacrifice a lot. Which Correct. Yes. Yeah. S- so what's the- interesting is <laughs> <laughs> those
0: are all the traits of a great leader. And I- I'm glad you explained why. Because I know why I would follow Obi-Wan. For the same reasons you said. He's someone who's he's not gonna endanger us, and if he did, he's going in with us. Remember the, the, the Right po- re- landing at Point Rain? Yes. He was injured, but he wasn't gonna let his whole squadron go without him joining him. You know, it's like Yeah. What is it? The commander goes down with the ship? I mean, that's right. I mean, we're all in this together type mentality. Right, and it, there's always the comparison of what's the difference between a leader and a manager, right? The manager sends people out to do things. A leader is with the people that go out and do the. Pong thing. Krell, bitch! Yes, fuck Pong <laughs> Krell. So there's two. There's there's the leaders on that edge, on, on that side of things, and I also have that in the thing. Palpatine and Vader were leaders.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yes, effective
0: leaders. Effective if you want to look leaders. At it that way. And I hate mm-hmm. to bring this up, but historical figures that weren't so great—think of whoever you can. There's a whole mm-hmm. list of historical figures that were horrible, terrible people, but they were able to join a large group of people together to accomplish something through persuasion, through um, good communication skills, to unite, uniting them, organizing them you know, kind of brainwashing them. Who does that sound like?
1: Hmm. Palpatine. Yeah. (laughs) So when you're talking about being a good leader, are you Mm -hmm. talking about morality or are you talking about effectiveness? Like you could use it for bad as well. Well, Palpatine was effective, right?
0: He got Mm -hmm. anyone under him to do what he wanted them to do. Mm Mm-hmm. So he was an effective leader, but not someone people voluntarily wanted to follow. They did not want to follow him. They followed him out of fear. It goes back to the, from a certain point of view. What's his name? Was he needed that fear? Yeah. He needed that fear in order to continue to follow the orders and feel like he was somebody. That's not a good leader. It's an effective Mm -hmm. leader, but it's not someone you would want to follow. Leia, Luke, um, Obi-Wan. Those are people you want to follow. And that's the key to being an excellent, good leader. Mm -hmm. People are still following you. You're still getting things done. But it's because you've bonded with them. They trust you. And they want to do the things for you.
1: Well, I mean, if you've ever had a boss that treated you with respect and understanding, when they come back around and they ask you, can you work an extra shift? You'll be like, yeah, I could do that for you. Because when... I need something. I know you're going to be there for me. It's a reciprocal. It's really how you build loyalty is respecting the people that you manage or yeah. are in
0: charge of. So let's talk about the, the original trilogy individuals. And we start start with Leia because she's the top of the top, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw in the Kenobi series that it was already starting with her. Mm-hmm. Right? She, You could already see the budding, you know, the budding senator to come, the budding general to follow. And she met people where they were. She never thought she was higher than anyone else. You know, how many times did Han call her princess? And she was just like, leave that out of it. You know, it's just, it was just yeah. not even part of her equation. And there's qualities of a leader that make you want to follow them. And, and Leia really exemplifies... The ability to inspire, she inspired so many, even from a young age. Communication, she was always very clear. When she's giving those briefings, people listened. She mm-hmm. had an audience. They wanted to hear what she had to say. They trusted her. She came with a sense of humor. She had confidence and she was committed. Uh, never wavered. And, and who does that make you also think of? Mon Mothma. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Right. She had a more quiet sense about her, but she had the same thing. She inspired. She delegated. She was committed. She had the attitude. She was honest. She had the best interest of her group in mind. She had to make the hard decisions that nobody else wanted to do, but they looked to her to make because they trusted her. So it's these same qualities over and over and over. I'm probably going to sound like a broken record.
1: Well, it's it's interesting why you're saying this. I'm thinking of Luthien also because... So the thing that makes him a little bit, like, I wouldn't put my life in his hands because we've seen the way he communicates with, I cannot remember the character's name, who is in his shop with him all the time, his shopkeeper, oh, yes. or whatever yeah. whatever her name is. And she is willing to cut off their lines, right? Mm-hmm. Cut their losses and pull back without any explanation to the person they're cutting out. That's very they true. They sent... They put a hit on people. You know, they they literally are willing to kill off people. And so joining his team, I would never be sure I was safe. Right. It kind of reminds me of like, <laughs> this is coming to mind because I just watched it. The Dark Knight at the beginning, the Joker puts a team together. Oh, And he yeah. assigns each person on the team to kill another team member. So by the end, he's the oh only one God. standing. Right. And it's like... That's kind of how I feel with Luthen. It's like, as long as you're fighting for the same cause as him, on the same page as him, you're mm-hmm. fine. But if you ever start to think outside the box, I feel like you might not be part of the team anymore. You'd be expendable. Mm-hmm. I mean, they even say that Cassian's expendable when they put him on the team. Well, that's why I would rather
0: follow Cassian than Luthan. Mm-hmm. Cassian is more real. He's more down-to-earth, kind of... He came from it, and thus he knows it. Mm-hmm. You know, you start at the bottom and work your way up. He, and it's those moments when they're on um, Aldani where he just, he ends up being the leader of this group that he was just thrust into. Yeah.
1: Yes. He and, steps up when other people kind of start to falter. Yes. And it's because he's giving them the truth. He's
0: not He's not sugarcoating anything. And he's also not going to pull any strings and say, look, this is how it is. And this is how we got to be to go into this. Either you're with me or you're not like you guys need to get your minds right. Cause he had the best interest of the group. Cause he didn't want to die either.
1: Right. Right.
0: And they ended up trusting him. And I think it's an excellent point to make (laughs) where you don't even have to be the top of the top. Anyone can be a a leader. Anyone, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be the captain of a ship. You don't have to be a Jedi. You don't have to be part of this. You could be the new person in a group and you just have that charisma and the forthrightness of just being honest and truthful about things. Mm -hmm. And people are going to turn to you and look to you. And that's what I think separates a good leader from, let's say, the effective leader leadership style that Palpatine had. He ruled by fear. You couldn't
1: bring your issues to Palpatine. No, sure. what,
0: please. <laughs> Even
1: Vader couldn't bring his issues to to Palpatine. It was used against him. Can you imagine? Like, everyone's afraid of Vader. Yeah. But Vader is also playing Palpatine's game at the same time. Yes. Which, in the comics, they... Palpatine keeps challenging him in the comics, like, trying to replace him, and Vader just always mm-hmm. manages to step up and achieve whatever insane thing the Emperor wants. I just can't imagine living under that kind of stress, you know, Yeah, it put you in an early grave if you had a boss like that I, in real life. Honest
0: to God, like, I... <laughs> the stress that everyone is under in the Empire, well, we see it in Andor, we see it in Rogue One,
1: Krennic was sweating almost every scene. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Oh my god, Tarkin and Krennic scenes. I love them. I I could honestly watch them over and over (laughs) because they're both just such. They're like it's like watching two type A people go at it. Or yes, you know, it's just like oh, the headbutting is amazing. (laughs) But I mean, does anyone want to follow that? No. Some people thrive in it, but
0: I don't. I sure No. So. I, if you do, then you're made of the same thing that the leader is. Because you have to see eye to eye with somebody, right? Right. If the fear isn't great enough to keep you there, then there's also something you share in common with that
1: person so you at least understand where they're coming from. Yeah, that's an interesting point. What a great point. And very true. That's why the Empire's so fucked,
0: right? <laughs> and then there's Finn. Who was part of the empire, mm-hmm. but didn't have the qualities, the morality, the the he didn't see, he didn't understand, he was following orders, and he mm. defected and became a much more effective leader in his like in his people, his group of people. he, yeah. he was more accepted because he had the same goals, the same dream, the same wants. As Leia, who was leading them, essentially, and then Poe. And Poe's another one I want to talk about. Poe becomes the leader after Leia, essentially, with with Finn, which I think it, no one person can, tr- can replace Leia. It has to be <laughs> two <Phil-lacious>. people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but he's an effective leader and a good leader because he comes with that sense of humor. He comes with that realness. He knows what he's talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He knows strategy. He knows ships. He's not afraid to take chances. And he gains the trust of individuals. And I would follow Poe, because mm-hmm. I don't think that he would jeopardize anybody. He would sacrifice himself first before his droid. Okay? <laughs> yes. <Aww. laughs> you know, he thinks about everyone, and I- I'm going to leave everything from The Last Jedi out of this conversation. Um... <laughs> It deviates from his character far too much for my liking. But yeah. Poe is, he's an extremely good leader, I think. And he also worked his way up. He was also kind of under Leia's wing when his parents died. So he was learning from the best. Mm-hmm. And Leia's like that pinnacle. She, she's just, she's everything,
1: all in one. <laughs> when I kind of want to focus on how, is that because of Bale and Bria? So in the Kenobi series, we see how Bail talks to Leia with respect, even though she's a child. And something I loved about this show is that sometimes they have conflict with parents, right? Yeah. And Bria was kind of disapproving. Yeah. And I I was expecting contention. There's not. She was actually a very understanding mother. She wasn't frustrated that her daughter was behaving a certain way. Yeah. She just needed her to have certain manners under certain circumstances, but really respected her wanting to be an independent spirit. And I think all of that leads to Leia being so grounded when she's an adult and mm-hmm. confident yes, and compassionate and all of these things make a great leader. So I just liked seeing that in the Kenobi series. Well, the trait is, the, well, what, what
0: I think they did Rhea and Bale. They allowed Leia to be Leia and her strengths, they allowed her strengths to come out, right? They fostered what was good about her and an excellent leader wants to make sure that they utilize everyone's specific talents. They may not be the best at flying a ship, but they might be the best at communicating over the lines to those who are flying the ship. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have to build them up in their area. So that they can become their greatest version of themselves, and it takes a really smart, empathetic, in tune person to know people, to sense they're not happy, they are happy. You know, they're mm-hmm. you, you got to kind of read a room, and not everyone's really good at that. But yeah, it seems like Leo was placed in a lot of rooms <laughs> <laughs> since a very young age, <laughs> where she observed people. You know, she she handled that. What was it? The cousin. At yeah. the table, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: I wish I had. I wish I could be that way, right?
0: <laughs> and she called Obi Wan out because she could sense w- what he was going through, what he was feeling, without even asking him. Yeah, you know, you could say the Force.
1: Maybe she was in tune with the Force and could feel it. Maybe not. Doesn't matter either way. She used that skill and that feeling or observation to positively in, you know, empower the people around her. And I think that Obi-Wan does that as well. Obi-Wan's...
0: Oh, if I were to read you, let me just read you, quote, the qualities of leadership. Now, this is not mm-hmm. limited to, but this is just a few. Let's all think of Obi-Wan while we <laughs> listen to these qualities. Honesty, efficient communication, knowledge... Consistency, a visionary, selflessness, courage, and willpower. Those are just a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. check, check. check <laughs> and for Leia, too. And I would like to add Luke Skywalker. Courage. Selflessness. Yes. Consistently all over the place. God bless him. Um he <laughs> he was honest. <laughs> He didn't hesitate <laughs> in telling Yoda, hey man, I gotta go because my friends are in trouble. You know? Yeah. He felt a certain way and went for it. And, and you know, he learned from his missteps and became a much better communicator. But he always did the exact same thing. If you were in trouble, Luke was there. We saw it in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Essentially Boba Fett as well, I guess. Uh. He met Grogu Mm -hmm. where he was. He didn't pretend to be, you know, above him in any way just because one was young and he was much older, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grogu trusted him and he had no reason to. But he felt
1: through through the force, this is a good guy, you know? Right. He's somebody I would follow. Oh, absolutely. I would always follow Luke. He's... With Luke, what you see is what you get. You know, I, I think that that is also a sign of a good leader. When you're noticing, like I, I think it in a work environment, right? If your mm-hmm. boss is different with you than he, they are with any other people, mm-hmm. you start to wonder. You know, are they playing you to get yeah. you to? It, it's when you start to wonder about people's motivations. It starts to make you less loyal. And a little more distrusting. Is distrusting mm-hmm. a word? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you missing
0: you mistrust something, right? Distrust? Mistrust? I don't know. You just don't <laughs> trust them. You don't trust them.
1: <laughs> ah. uh. And with Obi-Wan, I feel like I would trust him to to not be like using me the way you know like Pong Krell is using his people like pawns. Yeah. But I like in Revenge of the Sith when they start to ask Obi-Wan who, to ask Anakin to start spying on the Emperor. It's like you see how uncomfortable Obi-Wan is with it. He still, he does it, but he really doesn't like it. Yeah. And it's because it's counterintuitive to the way he leads. hmm You know, he, he still does it because he's a subordinate, but he I'm glad that they showed that moment where he says, the council is asking you, you can tell he hates to even say it out loud. Right. In that scene.
0: Right. It, it goes against what he's already established with Anakin, which is, it's already difficult between them because there is a little bit of, there's a lack of trust on Anakin's side only because he's got Palpatine in the other ear, you know? Yeah. And Obi-Wan doesn't want to do anything to further distance themselves and he needs to maintain that trust in order to have Anakin's full buy-in. You got to have buy-in right. for the people around you in order right. to lead them. And the further, the more doubt that creeps into Anakin's mind, the 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 more distant they become, and then Anakin's able to completely disconnect from Obi Wan. And it was not
1: anything that Obi Wan was doing. Well, and we've talked about like the the events like leading up to Revenge of the Sith. Basically, is like. Cutting off all of Obi Wan's lines of retreat when it comes to like thinking for yourself a little Mm -hmm, bit. mm -hmm. You know, it's like Satine and then Ahsoka and now the council. And it's kind of like the more opportunity he has to say, you know, this isn't right. We shouldn't do this. And he Mm -hmm. doesn't take that opportunity. He, He becomes less and less able to do that. So by the time Revenge of the Sith comes around, it's almost like, he has lost his own compass at that point, and so I I think it's understandable why he doesn't stand up for Anakin because yeah. he's he's like so in the mix, right? And he's, mm-hmm. he's probably just trying to do the right thing, and the right thing is what he knows, you know, the Council and the code, and because there's been so much turmoil in his life, especially recently, right? You know, but how different could things have been if he finally put his foot down? <laughs> It's just like, this isn't right. I'm not going to ask my best friend to do this.
0: Yes. I don't know where that would have gone. That's a good question. What if he had put his foot down? Would they have listened to him or would they just kicked him off the council?
1: Yeah. I mean, for all we know, it would have isolated them, Anakin and Obi-Wan together as outsiders then. Yeah. I don't. That's an
0: interesting. I never thought of that. What would have happened if Obi-Wan would have put his foot down?
1: Huh. A new episode coming, coming sometime yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We just have all the instances where he could have put his foot down but didn't. That's, that is the title of the next
0: episode <laughs> or, or future <laughs> episode. Yeah. All the times he could have put his foot down and didn't. <laughs> God. Okay, so let me ask you this question. This is not a trick question. Just your honest okay. answer. <laughs> Okay. Would you follow Anakin?
1: No. Why? The reason especially comes in point rain. So as point rain is the reason I would follow Obi-Wan, it's the exact reason I wouldn't follow Anakin. Yes. And to see him on the battlefield with Ahsoka bickering and fighting. Yes. Even if it's funny, right. makes me feel like and you could see Rex looking at them while they're doing it. It's kind of like, "Could we Focus here, <laughs> folks. Well, I think <gasps> Luminara even said that, right? <laughs> yes, she did. And as a consumer watching the show, I loved it. If I was his soldier, I'd be like, "The fuck, dude? Like, can we please get can we serious get some, for a minute?"
0: Like, can we get some guidance here, which yes. I think he grows into a little more because Rex yes. surely does trust him and and yes. those 501st follow him. But I would also hesitate because of what we know. He's not organized. He often looks to uh, Obi-Wan, you know, as he's still in. If you're thinking of like seasons one through three, maybe, you know, he's still kind of leaning on Obi-Wan for answers and stuff. But he's also Mm -hmm. supposed to be teaching Ahsoka. And one of the things is lead by example. And Ahsoka picked up a little bit of it. The good and the bad. Yeah. But... He's still a little too uh, inconsistent for me to be like, Obi-Wan, you know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and that's comforting, especially if you're running into a highly volatile situation. You know, I want somebody like Obi-Wan who's cool and has a plan and follows it and is going to, you know, make sure everyone knows
1: what they're doing, where they're going, et cetera. And Anakin's just kind of like, let's go, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's one thing for him to risk himself and be courageous. It's another thing for you to risk the lives of other people depending on you. And I think I think Anakin kind of learns as Ahsoka makes mistakes. Yes. I, I feel like we see when she leads her squadron in and they all get killed. Mm-hmm. And then there's another example when, and this is when she's very young, and there's the other time where, um, is it Holocron? heist when oh, Cad yeah. Bane, she goes yeah, running yeah. after Cad Bane and he takes her hostage mm-hmm. and Anakin is shouting Ahsoka, it's a trap but the doors closed before and it's like exactly what Obi-Wan has been shouting at Anakin. Anakin, no! Yep. It's like every parent's blessing slash curse that they hope their children has a child just like them. Yep. You know? yeah. it's like, that's how I, I, and as that's probably season one, season two, and as they get into the deeper seasons, you start to see Anakin's leadership mature and Ahsoka's leadership mature as well, mm-hmm. and I definitely would not feel safe with a leader who's kind of getting their legs under him, you right. know? It's like... I want your legs under you before you start leading me anywhere. Right. I don't want you to be learning on the job if my life is in danger. So I I think Anakin is an effective leader, especially later. But in the earlier seasons, I, I would not want to be assigned to him. I'd be quite nervous, actually. It points to, in fact, his growth points
0: to Obi-Wan's style of leadership. Mm. He made it a safe place. He promoted... Anakin's failures to, like, look, you can learn from this. Just keep going, keep trying, et cetera. And I think him with Ahsoka, meaning Anakin and Ahsoka, they kind of grew up together at different mm-hmm. stages. They were both very young, but Anakin was older than her, of course. but Yeah, they were. They were both kind of making their way and learning together, which is they were both under Obi-Wan. And you always see, we said in, in a previous episode... Ahsoka turned to Obi-Wan more than she did Anakin because he was able to, he, he had like a quiet inspiration, I would say.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, Anakin's a loud inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Inspire what? I'm not sure. Fill in the blank. But Obi-Wan had that trust established and was able to communicate with Ahsoka in a way that she felt safe to ask questions, she felt mm-hmm. safe to make mistakes. And that, I think, is a reflection of where she ends up. We just talked about this in the in the Obi-Wan and Ahsoka episode. Yeah. All of that led to Ahsoka b- maturing in a way that Anakin never could because Anakin was kind of st- still very egocentric. And you got to let mm-hmm. go of that in order to be a really good leader. Otherwise, then you end up ruling with fear. Because the ego is a it's- whole other
1: episode. That's <laughs> a whole other thing. Yeah, I was going to say... Does he even stand a chance? Because are you born with ego? I mean, I'm sure ego is probably something that's more learned socially as you grow. But once Mm. you have, like, a really strong ego, it takes something really humiliating, I think, generally, to break you of that. So, I mean, it's very hard to remove a strong ego. And I mean ego in sense of, like, pride, not in a sense of, like, the id versus the, you know. Right, 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 right. And and that, I think that's essentially Anakin's problem, right? Because... Have
0: you ever heard of the servant leader? Mm-mm. It's it's a way of being a servant to the others in your group that makes you a good leader. You serve them in whatever way possible, mm-hmm. and I don't know that Anakin ever served anyone other than his own fears.
1: Hmm. That's a really interesting point. We know that he cares about yes. Rex and Ahsoka yes. and Obi Wan. And he's honest with them he communicates to them yeah
0: but his his bottom line was always oh, making sure he didn't lose anybody and that's very selfish <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a way you yeah. don't want to have losses in war of course yeah but if you think of the way that obi-wan and Anakin handle that there's a huge difference
1: yeah that's such a good point that's so interesting to think about and i You were saying earlier that Anakin is, like, loud and Obi-Wan is quiet. And it made me think of Attack of the Clones. Mm. There's the scene where, (laughs) this is so great, because it's a scene where they're protecting Padme at night. Yeah. And Obi-Wan, like, jumps through the window. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. And Anakin, but, like, there's this whole sequence right after that of, Anakin gets a speeder, and Obi-Wan's like, always on the move, or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. He's irritated by Anakin acting really brash and jumping off the speeder and doing all this crazy shit. They both end up at the same place at the same time, even though one was chaotic and one took his time. Yes, And then ultimately, Obi-Wan is the one who very calmly has a drink at the bar and foils the assassin attempt, you know, at the same time. It's It's like it's all this wasted energy on Anakin's part. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. It's like they achieve, they reach the same point, but Obi-Wan has learned that you don't have to expend all this fucking energy, emotional and physical. Yes. To get to the end point. And I think that is where you are a much more effective leader because. Not only do you preserve your own energy, you can help your unit preserve its energy mm-hmm. as well. And mm-hmm. I think Anakin has a lot of trouble. He wants to just run in all the time. Yeah. Just and, I mean, you can't hate him for that. He wants to save
0: people. He wants to do good.
1: Right. It comes from a good place. Yes.
0: But the the uh, manner in which it's it's <laughs> played out <laughs> often has a few mistakes missteps <laughs> here and there <laughs> i really think he shines in the cadaver arc because it's on him to yeah make sure all of them come together the thing is taken care of and he's battling his own personal feelings about you know slavery and all
1: this stuff so he- yeah mirage really forces him to kind of look at that selflessness quote yes. unquote And she's offering him, you know, I will set your friends free. You just have to agree to be my slave. And that's, it's like, it makes this paradox in his mind that he cannot accept either. You know? (laughs) It was just, but then he does ultimately, I mean, I was going to say he finds a way, but maybe he, like, if Dooku had never shown up, who knows what, (laughs) how that would have played out. Right, true. But it's, it's interesting that arc is so interesting because it's such a challenge to him yeah but he does shine the whole time yeah but he also that's where when we say we want to do like a red flag episode like he's got so many red flags in that episode god bless him he
0: had all the makings you know yeah of what you know luke becomes what anakin could have been if anakin would have just shoved anakin down (laughs) You know what I mean? <laughs> be more Luke is is the is the t-shirt I would make in this instance? <laughs> Just it's be great. more Luke. You know, I, I I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the quiet leaders, which mm-hmm. are I categorize as Padme and Hera. Oh yeah., mm. two totally different women, okay? <laughs> two totally <laughs> different positions. But I would follow both of them because mm-hmm. they, especially Hera, because Hera's kind of in the action a little more. And this is not a discredit to Padme. she just different time, different position. Hera's in the mud with her people. Mm-hmm. And they follow her. They trust her. She makes hard decisions. And timely decisions. If she's, you know, in the ship and she has to do something, she's asking people, "We got to get in there. We got to make it. You know, this, that, and the other thing." She knows mm-hmm. that there's risk, and she pushes forward anyway. But not at the potential of hurting anyone in her in her family, the 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 ghost crew, right? Yeah. And they respect her for it, and she goes on to lead larger groups and be, become more. Ev- ev- involved in the rebellion and she makes it all the way to the end. And she has that skill and I don't know where it comes from <laughs> of just the right amount of street smarts and just the right amount of empathy to make her deadly and dangerous, yeah. but a damn good leader. Like she's a dangerous, I almost said human. She's a dangerous <laughs> woman because she's got, Heart and mind and soul all working at the same time in like this delicate balance that allows everyone to respect her, to follow her, to never question her. She's
1: like the top up there with Leia to me. She she has this, I don't know if you've seen the Bad Batch episodes that show her as a child. Not yet. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) They're interesting because you kind of start to see that making there. Her parents are people of power on Ryloth, but the Empire's there. And so she's watching this injustice. And she has an uncle who's, like, kind of part of the underground. They're doing, like, arms runs where they try and, like, you know, buy weapons to arm their rebels still while Mm -hmm. the Empire's there. And she starts to see consequences of those decisions and how they can affect her family and how Mm -hmm. they can affect her population as a whole. And it's really cool to see how, what we've said in the past, it, are you going to let it break you? Or are you going to mm-hmm. let it make you stronger? Absolutely. And she comes away so much stronger. She's such a great character. God, I love Hera so much. She
0: and Padme share the teamwork aspect, because I don't think Padme ever did anything self selfishly. I don't know if she was possible, like capable. <laughs> Even from a young age. Again, from a young age. These individuals, they're they're fully competent. They have the trust of people. They're effective communicators. They they everyone around them knows what they need to do, and will follow the orders or or instructions Mm
1: -hmm. of their
0: leader, right? And they motivate. They inspire. Padme inspired Ahsoka so much. Yeah, and Hera inspired everyone, including Chopper. (laughs) <laughs> and he's a little hellion that won't listen to anybody. He is his own person, okay? He is his own droid. He'll listen to
1: her. He'll listen to her. Why? Trust, right? hmm And he understands her motivations. Isn't that it? Padme's
0: mo- motivation was the same as Harris. is the same as Leia's, is the same as Ma Mothma. I know they're all female, but I'm going somewhere with this. The same as Luke, the same as Obi-Wan, is to make sure the people around them They were, they had a job to do. They had trust in the people that were around them and they had to make decisions to get the job done with as little loss as possible. If they could inspire someone on the way, bonus. Yeah. Which, how wouldn't you inspire someone by doing all those other things, having trust in large amounts of people, fighting for what's right. Your intentions are centered in a good, wholesome, you know, they're just trying to do things they're trying to give the rights to the clones they're trying to have the you know these poor people on the poor civilizations on planets that are being just wiped out by the empire you know all these things all the discrimination they're just tr- they're fighting for basic human rights or alien rights <laughs> it's it's <laughs> rights. so hard <laughs> yeah just the rights of the of the of the commonwealth i'll say <laughs> 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 and they're mo motiv- they're motivating others to do the same. Mon Mothma motivated how many people, leading what she needed to do. And I don't even think we've seen yeah. the whole of it yet. We're getting that Andor. Oh, I know. You know I,
1: what I mean? know. I
0: wonder what
1: is gonna be that. That, that breakthrough. final catalyst, Yeah, right? yeah the... Where
0: she becomes oh, the be Mon awful. Mothma that everyone follows and reveres.
1: I suspect it's going to be like a Phoenix moment where like her life gets burned to the ground oh, and yeah. she comes back like fucking stronger. But
0: oh. every single one of these people <laughs> have climbed out of the darkness and have gone yeah. on to do great things and inspire others to do great things. And if I could do that in my life just once, cool clock's ticking. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I have so many people on this list and we don't have the time. But who who are your like top leaders and that you would follow? The ones that in you in Star would, Wars? Yeah,
1: wholesale in Star Wars. Honestly, it would be Leia and Obi-Wan for sure. But mm-hmm. then I would follow Jin Erso. <gasps> i didn't even holy shit can we talk about Jin? <laughs>
0: yes Jin. my god okay she has that she was so unsure of herself i have to get my life together in order to talk about it. maybe you should talk about her because you're the Jin expert here you're the Jinologist. <laughs> 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 she i don't think she thought she could be a leader until she became one yes i think that's accurate She was in prison for how many fucking years? And she went on to lead the very first, like, (laughs) what is it? (laughs) Like, the first everything that started the downfall of the Empire. Yeah.
1: I mean, it it was almost like a pirate crew, right, that decided to trust her. It was basically, like, the trust that she established with Cassian, Chirrut, Baze, Bodhi, K2 even. Every single one of them. Yeah, like to instill trust, even accidentally, just by incidentally, I'll yeah. say, you know, because of the way she is under pressure and the way she she doesn't even know her own value. Yeah. And I think that's I that's why she's so good, because, we, you know, she doesn't see her own value, but Cassian does. Yeah. And that's what makes him so good exactly like he's what you mentioned earlier seeing other people's strengths and allowing them to use their strengths and they talk about it a little bit more in the novelization that he sees this thing like burning in her and she's like don't come to me for absolution like i can't do that for you Mm -hmm. and it's not that he needs someone to follow because he he does need absolution because he's done terrible things but what he really wants to do is Finally do something that's actually good. That's going to do some fucking good. hmm And she is the fire that can... She's the spark that starts the fire, yes, you know? Yes, and, yes, In the people that he brings with on the, the Scarif, you know, mission. Yeah. It's like all those people are there because they know her intention. Again, mm-hmm. the real reason she wants to go. It's not glory. Mm-mm. It's not, you know self-righteous it's because if we don't stop it everyone else suffers and it doesn't really matter what i need you know at this point yeah and i think she had kind of seen the futility by this point you know Mm -hmm. Like, like that meeting where they're all there and everyone's like we're just gonna surrender yep she's already seen the blood on the ground you know from what the not just the Death Star, what it can do, but also watching her father die and watching Cherit and Bay's lose ever- and Bodhi for that matter. Oh, yeah. Jeddah. also. Like, I think it's pretty amazing that a person that now has like nothing left to lose steps up and decides to do something for the greater good as opposed to cowering away and slinking mm-hmm. off to some. Part of the, you know, the galaxy where maybe I can live a few more years before the empire catches up to me kind of thing. She already tried that and it didn't work. She's been on the other side. She already knows what doesn't
0: work. So she yeah. has that knowledge that, uh, like, we're in a position where we act or we die. And, yeah, unfortunately, they did both. But <laughs> uh. in doing so, they inspired so many others. It was not in vain. Yeah. Yeah. But Jin is one hell of a, ooh, I would go, I would follow her. I would follow her hands down, hands
1: down. And I think by that time, there's a a line in the book, which I think is kind of interesting that I think they cut out of the movie. It's when they're, they're on the little, I don't know, it's like a conveyor belt that takes them from the landing pad into the citadel. Yeah. And in there, she's acting all antsy and Cassian's like, what's wrong with you? Like, what is it? And she says something like she's afraid of how she's going to be once she's ge- she becomes afraid in the citadel. Like once mm-hmm. enough pressure is put on her in the past, she would have run. Mm-hmm. And Cassian's like, you're going to do fine. Like, just relax. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And I I like that about her character because she's realizing she doesn't have to be that anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. it's, It's an... It's that's the kind of moment where it's like, man, I wish I could be that strong and find that strength I know. in myself. So, yeah, I love, I love I love her so much. I just
0: <laughs> wish I could take like a handful of traits from all of these amazing characters.
1: Yeah. And like even
0: do just one of them a day. But we all have the ability to do that because if yeah. Jin can come for where she came from or Leia can come where she from where she came from obi-wan uh, name any of the people we talked about except for palpatine <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just an authoritative dick or ponkrell leave him out of this he's not even allowed I mean, in this it, conference Fuck we him. should
1: do an episode about the opposite side of this like well all let's the, do like, it yeah because the, the authoritarian uh
0: bosses versus leaders there's leaders yeah. and then there's bosses managers <laughs> Uh, dictators
1: star wars managers yeah
0: (laughs) in the great office of the galaxy i was gonna say it's like office space hey vader what's happening what's happening i'm gonna need you to get a starship (laughs) this saturday
1: we're putting a cover on the PTS reports or whatever the hell that is, TPS.
0: The TPS. TPS. Reports. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Who would be Milton with the stapler? Have you seen my stapler? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I politely requested to listen to my radio Wait, basically, respectable volume.
1: Basically, chronic. Chronic
0: <laughs> is basic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's still. He's like saying it's my desk, sir. My desk, sir. And they just keep telling him to put his desk in the basement. <laughs>
0: okay we're gonna end this episode with a preview of what star wars bosses look like and it's coming up next time in the future we'll cover star wars bosses and we'll do it in the form of office space (laughs) if you haven't seen the movie we're sorry yeah it's a good one the whole movie is a meme (laughs) (laughs) it (laughs) is (laughs) Our question to you this week is pretty obvious. If you were to follow anyone and make them your leader in Star Wars, who would it be and why?
1: Join us next week. We are going to do some more Obi-Wan because we really could never get enough Obi-Wan on this show. Not on this show. Nope. (laughs) We're going to talk about... The Mustafar duel from Revenge of the Sith. We're going to analyze it, break it down, gush about it, cry about it, I'm sure. And then, as, a, as like a second part to that, in the following episode, we're going to talk about the Kenobi duel. So, join us back here next week to talk about Mustafar. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi
0: podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com.
1: So, until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always.